We're going to talk about the Yankees. How Garrett Cole. How, they, how they're up for nothing right now with Gallo. Well, Gallo just hit a home run. We get it. We get it. Wow. Hey, it's the first. It's his first hit in years. I'm proud of him. <laughs> I'm surprised. You know, there was um. So there's a, a Twitter account on online, basically showing like where the uh, um something would uh, like a, where the ball was hit if it would be a home run in different stadiums, and Joey Gallo on opening day, he hit a ball onto the wall against the Red Sox and he got thrown out going to second. And in 29 of the 30 stadiums, it would have been a home run. But in Yankee Stadium, it wasn't because it hit the wall and he was thrown out going to second. So it was home run in every stadium, but a single at Yankee Stadium. So, All right, everybody. Welcome to the boys of 718. We got me, Matthew. We got Ethan with us. We got a special guest tonight. Bruce Finero is with us, everybody. And we got Frankie. We don't know why Frankie's here, but we're rocking with him. We love him. And we want to get into it. Bruce, how are you doing? Good, very good. Thank you. So, so we're gonna Bruce, show it. What are you drinking right now, Matt? And we'll start there real quick. Uh, a little Maker's Mark on the rocks right now. Fancy schmancy. Yeah, that's a, gotta, that's a job at a Mexican restaurant. Doesn't know how to act. <laughs> yeah, that, that I I saw that place. Um, like my friends work in the same like lot. I have two of them work at the liquor store, and one of them works in the key food, and. That place, they said that it seems like a really good place. Like, I didn't even expect somewhere to go, like, right there so soon. But Dude, I, I literally just walked in and said I went to culinary school and I'm looking for a job, and they hired me. That's crazy. I, I, I didn't fill out an application, nothing. I just walked in. And I was like, okay, here we go. What's the name of the place? So we could tell Bruce. You don't even know when you got hired? No clue. Well, there's a new there's a new food place in the, the Kifud sh- uh, Shopping Center. Where okay. like the the stage was the yeah the the laundromat cut so it used to be two stores but they built a wall in between and now it's one and the other oh. one is this food place so I don't so know. Bruce, why don't you tell next time so Bruce, why don't you... <laughs> go ahead man go ahead no go 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 I was gonna say well, why don't you tell all the fans listening a little bit about yourself uh well. Not much to uh, to really say. I'm uh, Ethan's dad. Um, proud so sorry to be- for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, thank you for having me. Hopefully, uh, you know, I could uh, answer your questions as best as I possibly can. So what made you go into the FDNY and EMS? Um, let me see. So I, I really didn't do much in college. So my father, like at the time, right? No, well, at least he, he got more college credits than I do. Um, my father at the time told me I had to go find a real job. I took an EMT class in 1992. Worked in uh, some private private ambulance companies till uh, 1997. And then uh, I applied to the police department and the fire department, and they called me first. And 25 years later, here I am. And uh, you coach the hockey team, don't you? Yes. Right now we're in a little bit of a turmoil. Uh, maybe about four years ago was a uh, was a good year. Uh, we did a um, uh, benefit for this uh, EMT who uh, got murdered on the job, Gadira Royal. We did a charity event um, against the New Jersey State Police. Uh, that was very successful, and um, 
you know, since COVID and everything uh, started happening, a lot of other guys went to the, you know, the fire department's firefighter team. And uh, now we're in a little rebuild. Just like what the Rangers. What made you want to choose to coach that team? And what's your story in hockey? I know Ethan played. Did you play at all? Not like that. You know, roller hockey, basic stuff. Not like uh, what you guys did. Um, I just have a very fond interest in hockey. So I figured, you know what? If I can't play, I could uh, at least coach. What, uh, what's one of your first memories in coaching? With Ethan or just with... Um, in general, um, probably the Adira Royal game, the uh, charity event. What's some of the most like? Um, I don't know if heroic's the right word to say, but heroic or interesting stuff that you've seen on the job over the years. Um, um let me see. If you have multiple ones, you could. Just- list them all but i'm trying to one picture. yeah but they all died okay um i think um a heroic uh rogue is 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 a very uh broad 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 term um i think uh saving somebody the first time i uh you know i actually saved somebody that was dead and uh, brought them back to life, and they walked out of the hospital a couple of weeks later. I think that was a, um, I don't want to say heroic, but I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Now, now I know this might be a dumb question, but do you kind of, are you satisfied with your job? Like, do you truly enjoy what you do? Uh, yeah, I could, uh, I could honestly say I really enjoyed um, my time, 25 years with the uh, fire department. It's a long time. Um, I'll probably stay another five years, maybe and give me 30 years. And, uh, you know, I'll call it a very, uh, a very good career. Uh, you, I thought it was just going to be a job. You but teach turned, as well, don't you? Right. So for the last uh, 13 years, I was an instructor at the academy training, uh, I guess the, the new heroes, the new heroes of tomorrow, if you want to, if you want to call it that. Um, and then I recently got promoted. So now I'm back, um, back out in the field. If you you know, back out of station instead of the, uh, the FDNY Academy. It's it's actually it's, it's funny. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, I started. So right now I'm back at the uh, oh boy, at um, South Street Seaport Station in Lower Manhattan. I started there 25 years ago. So it's like full circle. It came full circle. Now. Um... So without saying names, because I don't want to get anybody in trouble or have anybody thinking stuff, me and Ethan had, have had a couple of friends over the past couple of years go through the training with you. Uh, yeah. How, yeah. How do they do? Um, <laughs> one, uh, I even think he knew he was alive, but he has a very good penmanship. I complimented him on that. Um. They all knew me, so they were all very, very respectful to me. They tried uh, extremely hard. And uh, some of them are in uh, – one of them in Brooklyn South, which is like uh, Coney Island, Staten Island. Uh, another one, I think, are in um, – Coney. Oh, James? James. Oh. Um, 
the other two were in uh, my old station that I worked as a paramedic. Um, and I think they're doing fine. And we got another one, I think, that's coming on board. Uh, starts with a T. <laughs> What's his name? Yeah, right? Oh, it's not him? It is um, him. No, it's it is- him. I- I- Ethan meant, was trying to whisper the name to me. Yeah. All I got to say is Barkley Goodrows beat the shit out of Cole. That's all I got to say. So, um, on a, a little bit of a darker note, uh, just knowing you and knowing Ethan, you mm-hmm. were one of the first responders at 9-11. How, right. um, how was that experience? Like, obviously, we know it was a tragedy. We know all the darkness behind it. Right, right. From your so, perspective, being there, what, what was it like for you? Uh, so that day, I, I, I was working, started out my normal day with my normal partner. Um, I was eating breakfast at this place that we went to all the time, a place called Bits and Bites, which is on Church Street in Park Place in Lower Manhattan, um, which is actually three blocks from, uh, from the World Trade Center off of Church Street. So uh, we heard planes all the time in Lower Manhattan. There was nothing new. You know, planes fly that, that route to either uh, John F. Kennedy or LaGuardia. And... Um, Make a long story short, when it, I was um, inside, one of the planes at the building, we didn't know it was a plane. We, we, the building that we were in, or the store that we were in, shook. Uh, my partner went out, um, and uh, that was it. I stayed there for about uh, 18, 19 hours that day. And you prepare as best as you can for something like that, but um, it's, uh, you never prepare for, for things of that magnitude. Now, we're not going to stick on this too long just because obviously it's something horrible and we don't want to talk too long about it. But uh, on a little lighter note, uh, having two kids growing up, both, well, one very, very going to be very successful and the other is Ethan. <laughs> uh, what are some of like your favorite mo- moments of your kids growing up? Um, there's so many. I really, uh, I'm very lucky to have two kids like them, even, uh, even him. <laughs> I, um, they, uh, they make me proud all the time. So there's really not one, uh, specific thing, you oh, know, uh, what happened? Told them. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, I was just thinking about this, uh, today. I don't know what came about, you know, obviously Cindy's going to graduate from college and, um, I remember, her walking into kindergarten, you know, waving back, and now she's uh, graduating college. Even uh, even Ethan, he 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 was like a uh, a mute for the first five years. He didn't talk. He was shy. He would cry all the time. And now, you know, here he is doing his own thing. Um, Bruce, Bruce, just so you know, that's exactly how he is on this podcast as well. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I, 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 I well, you know, we have to live him up because now he's very very boisterous and and vocal um but uh you know they have their whole future ahead of them so hopefully uh you know i get to see the next uh, next couple of chapters now but one, one was more problematic well one one gave me more of a problem than the other and who do you see, think that was? see 
me and uh, Frankie are betting men, so I think we both could say we'll put our money on Ethan. <laughs> so Ethan was uh, was a little bit more of a headache than uh, than Cindy was. Um, just uh, not so much and everything, but mostly, uh, you know, we, we, we fought with him for schoolwork. Probably, you know, I still do now. That never changed over uh, 15 years. Um, you know, I can't say problem. I could just say they're both two different, uh, two different kids. We love them both anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, people, um, a lot of people don't realize Sin was a really good athlete in her own right. Which uh, do you think were the better of the two? Um. We could say achievement-wise, if you want to go make it a little easier. I would have to go with Sin. Well, so achievement-wise, uh, let's see. Cindy won Rookie of the Year. She had the uh, most hits out of a uh, sophomore in all of uh, the PSAL. She's a uh, city champion. She won the um, – well, she went to some – what was the name of the thing she went to in Yankee Stadium? She got the award. Oh, the pinstripe. Thing. The Pinstripe Award, um, volleyball captain, softball captain, you know, but she's a good athlete. You know, another thing, we both, um, they both started T-ball. I remember coaching them, coaching her in, in uh, softball. She started to play second base. The ball hit her. A ground ball bounced up and, and hit her in the mouth. She cried. She didn't want to. She didn't want to do that no more. And then uh, finally, she wanted to be a catcher. And then um, she caught for years. Um, uh, you know, she started to play in college, but her and her school. You know, she couldn't do both. And with him, you know, he um, he excelled in baseball. You know, left-hander, left-handed pitcher. Uh, he did well with that. Uh, and then, uh, you know, hockey, the first time we put him on the ice, he was like five years old and he cried. He cried. <laughs> uh, Coach Matt Davey had to bring him back on his back, skated with him uh, on his back. I said, all right, good try. You know, um, the hockey started when I was talking to, what was the guy's name? The girl, she was in your class. Um, oh, Gollum. Gollum. Yeah. Gollum. He goes, what are you doing next Saturday? I said, probably nothing. I'm figuring baseball. He goes, my daughter plays hockey. I have an extra set. Bring him down, free ice. And we went. And like I said, he went on a walker to the end of the rink, cried, laid down. The coach dragged him back. And uh, I said, all right, good try. And then uh, next week we went, and that was it. That sounds exactly like Ethan's last um, junior game. I was you. You beat no. You beat me too. I was gonna. When I saw that, uh, you know, I, I, it, it was three hours. So it must have been around midnight. Yeah. You that? And he got well. You, you obviously you were there, and <laughs> you know, I we've seen him get hit. I seen him get get hit plenty of times, but I was there. Here we're watching the game. And we are, you know, we're, uh, you know, 2,000, 3,000 miles away. You know, it's not like I could jump in my car and, uh, and drive, you know, yeah. eight hours. You know, so that was, uh, that was rough. But again, you know, me personally, 
once uh, once he reached that age of getting hit, I said to myself, I said, this is, you know, it's over. You know, we did it as far as we can because I, I know he might not want to get hit. You know, as a little kid, he didn't like that. And um, here we are many, many years later, still playing, you know. I think one of the best parts of that comment about getting hit is in his self-scouting report, he was like, I love getting hit. I love hitting. Right, I right. Do. Now he does. Well, he took you know, it like I'm, a champ. He, he, did take, he did take that hit like a champ. I will say that. He doesn't yeah, remember he, he doesn't remember taking the hit like a champ, <laughs> but he did. No, he got hit. There was another time. I forgot where we were. We were in upstate somewhere. Oh, in Mamaronek. Mamaronek, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And he got hit so hard, he was he was out. And, uh, you know, we were in the car, and, uh, you know, he was like, oh, go to McDonald's. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember that? He's a concussed boy. I'm not surprised you don't remember, Ethan. Right? Dude, Marinex, I, I, I truly do believe Marinex cursed because I even got a concussion in that rink. Yeah, I think he did get a concussion. Or I don't even know if the ref called anything. That's when Bianco got into the fight. Because the parents were yelling, and he was yelling at the parents. No, I, I feel like with you, you, you coached me for a year with uh, Wiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the best moment with you behind the bench was when I got into that line brawl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was good. I had to. I had to be careful because I was a coach. Deep down inside, I wanted you to fuck everybody up, but I had to. You know, I had to calm down. You know, uh, and then you've gotten talked a few times. Then we won the championship together. Yeah, we won the championship together. Nah, he's he's gotten tossed a few times. A few times. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, it's and he wasn't the coach. You, uh, <laughs> you know, we we've been traveling together since he's five years old. Every weekend, you know, we drove uh, to Michigan together, Toronto a couple of times, and you miss that. It goes by so quick. Did he sleep the whole way on those trips too, like he did with me going to Montana? Um, when we went to Michigan, he was with two other teammates. He was up. When we drove about 17 hours to Toronto, it was just me. And um, I want them to drive at 10 years old. <laughs> but uh no he um he stayed awake he was awake most of the uh most of the trips because we left uh north uh fargo around 5 a.m he put his head down went to sleep woke up around 5 p.m on that trip <laughs> yeah no and the, the longest i think we drove yeah the longest we drove was to port Huron, michigan for what was that silver sticks you won silver sticks right yeah and um, these guys, these kids were peeing in bottles in the back. We stopped again, <laughs> that and uh, and that was it. That was one of the longest uh, drives we ever did. Now, Ethan, but, what's some of the your favorite memories with your dad? Oh boy, uh, let's see. Probably. Huh. I think. See, Bruce, he's just a, as much of a mute as he was as a child on this podcast. No, there's there's some good ones. There's, I just gotta... yeah. We had we had good times. Um, 
there there was some that I know we uh, we stayed at some crappy hotels. Yeah, those. Stuff at, were uh, what's the best hotel we ever stayed at? In Connecticut, we had a two floor. Right. And we stayed I, with this- I know what hotel you guys stayed at. I stayed there too. It was like a loft. My stayed there too. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Um, I think me personally, you know, he might see it differently than I do because, you know, the, the memories of, of them running, uh, playing the, um, the uh, what's the hockey, the uh, knee hockey, the floor hockey. You oh, know, no. me, you know the, the roller thing. Yeah. For me, it's spending time with him. You know, and uh, it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Now I see, you know, we talk all the time. You know, he'll come down this weekend. I might not see him for uh, for a couple of weeks. You know, my schedule changed. I don't work. I'm off uh, every other weekend now. I feel like a new person because I promoted. <laughs> um, you know, I'll see him this weekend. We're going to the FDNY hockey game. Uh, are you in Brooklyn, Matt? You're in Brooklyn. Yeah, Get I back. just got back. I'm actually heading up to Rhode Island on Thursday. Oh, very nice. I'll back up. Um, so, uh, yeah, I see him sporadic now. Cindy's 500 miles away. I'm driving down in two weeks for that. You know, so those are my memories. You know, I we, we spent a lot of time together. Tons of uh, yeah. those car practice, rides. Practicing. Yeah. Um, we would practice two, three days. I would. I would leave work at five o'clock at night, stay in my uniform, go straight to get him, go to practice for two hours, and then finally uh, get home. You know, you so know, there's, are- there's times I remember you coming into Abe Stark in your uniform. Yeah, 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 yep, yep. Then I go to St. Edmunds games, you know, and um, those are the times I miss. You know, it's it's not winning or losing. Well. You know, it is that too, but it was um, it was just time, time, conversations, dinner, dinner in the car. Just you know, now he's older. Getting pulled over. Getting pulled over. We got pulled over many, many times. Uh, from Canada, we got pulled over. Uh, got pulled over in Boston. Uh, we got pulled over in Pennsylvania. We got speeding tickets on the uh, New York State Way. Left and oh, right. Ethan gets so many speeding tickets. Oh man, count them all. Ethan's up. got a like a lead foot when he drives. Yeah. Well, yeah. Even with him, you know, being in uh, fire, definitely you know rubbed off with uh, what I want to do now. So, guess that you know, definitely rubbed off. Um, but I think I got um, the one good thing, not good thing. Well good time was probably when we were um oh now i gotta think where we were um well while you think about that bruce i have a question for you because i i know every parent secretly has their favorite uh tournament or showcase that we do growing up where was your favorite showcase uh when you had to take ethan on these trips um the place that I liked the most, it was um, the New England Sports Center. That was a nice place. We've been there multiple times. Um, the uh, the Visa Card Center in Toronto, where the Maple Leafs played, that was that was a be- that's a beautiful rank. Um, 
what's the one in uh, Pennsylvania we always went oh, to? Iceworks. Iceworks. Yeah, those are those are the three best ones. We did the um, the Chowder Cup. That was a really good uh, showcase. We did, um, you know, Silver Sticks. We've been to. Um, what's the oh the Prep School Showcase? That was a really good tournament. Or that was a really good showcase we went to. Oh, the Prospects, right? What was the name of that one we went oh, to with Nats? Uh, Nats, uh, yeah, the North American Prospect Showcase. That was really good. Yeah, that was in Buffalo, I think we went to. Oh, yeah, that rink in Buffalo, uh, Amherst. Amherst, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that's a beautiful rink, yeah. Did, did you guys ever do the Lake Placid Showcase? Oh, that's right. Forgot all about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, that, was, that was one of my favorites growing up getting to yeah. play in. That was always the best. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, that Lake Placid. Just staying uh, in the hotel, like, right up the hill from the rink. It, right. Like, you feel the history when you're there. Yeah, 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 and you and you feel your legs walking up and down that hill too. <laughs> yeah, that was the hill my mom fell. So one year we took um, we took my my parents to uh, Lake Placid, and my mother, she uh, it was a snowy day. She lost her footing and she slipped down the whole hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I back. I went to Lake Placid. How many years ago? Two, two, three, three years ago, and uh, the history never gets because uh, I was in 1980. I was um, almost nine, nine years old, so I remember that. We memorized the movie. Yeah. So probably the my also one of my favorites is when he surprised me with um, glass seats at the garden. Oh, you remember that. I do, yeah. Um, yeah. For your birthday. Yeah. And uh, honestly, you know, just seeing seeing our favorite players, you know, together, that was that was probably pretty sick. Um, getting thrown out of places together. Uh, probably got thrown out of uh, – where did we get thrown out of? Honestly, this campus here, we, we almost got thrown out of. Um, That's because we were running and we shouldn't have been. Yeah, we did, had to like. Wait, when did you guys get almost get thrown out of Johnson of Wales? They told we us that when we, we went to go to car. We, uh, we visited during COVID and you weren't allowed to get out of your car. And here we are out of the car, which we <laughs> did often. Um, now, yeah, honestly, these, these tournaments um, just says it all that, you know, even like you probably feel that, you know, going with your dad and your mom, it just. Just sticks, you know. Yeah, those are some of my favorite memories growing up playing hockey. I, I still get excited when they come on the road with me. It's, it's special. It's a bond that you build with your parents, and it's one that I don't think anybody in hockey would ever. Uh... See, I have a bond with Cindy, but it's much more different than with him. Because again, we were together every day for years, years. I would, you know, we traveled all over. My daughter, I went to go see a play, softball, volleyball, this, that, and the other thing. But the traveling, the time spent in the car, in the hotel room, that's that's where we really try to, you know, um, you know, that's where we had all our fun talking. Even at 10 years old, you know, bullshit a little bit here and there. You know, it's little things. It's little things. I miss it. 
I mean, I drove, um, when did I go visit? I visited him uh, a couple of months ago. I drove three hours, watched an hour of the game, and uh, I, I come back. I drove <laughs> to North Carolina to have lunch with Cindy for an hour. I drove back home. A thousand Bruce, miles from, for Bruce, lunch. We love you. We you're more than welcome to come on the show anytime. Thank you for coming on and thank you for no being problem. one of our guests. You got it. Have a great All night, right. guys. You too, man. Enjoy. Ethan, I'll see you later, buddy. Frankie. Yeah. Say Frankie. Good to hear. Good to hear from you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We're going to take a couple minutes break and wait for our next special guest. I know everybody's been wondering where he is. He'll be back in a couple minutes. Ten years later. And we're back from a short break, everybody. How are you guys doing? We got a new special guest with us now. We got Mitchell Katz making his return to the podcast. After missing the first half of this episode, welcome back, buddy. Hey, boys. Hey, boys. Sorry about that. How was you know, class? class? Class. Yeah, you want to tell everybody class how class went? Oh, class was fucking brutal. It was so bad. It was the longest class of my fucking life. Just like two hours. Of... What was that? Nah, I was going to say it was brutal, like Ethan not cleaning his ass crack, but. <laughs> yeah, so for everybody listening, we have the pleasure of talking with Ethan's girlfriend in between the break. And she happened to mention to us how Ethan just started cleaning his ass crack. That is not true. I cleaned my ass crack ever since I was a little child. Ever since That's I came not what out she said. I'm not, I'm okay, but she's lying. Ever since my ever since I came out of the womb, my ass crack has been cleaned. Has been cleaned, so you don't clean it yourself is what you're saying. I do clean it myself. Uh, oh, he has his mom. Like she pulls a trick for him. Yeah. <laughs> That's a story for another day. You guess it. <laughs> so we just want to take a minute to kind of introduce ourselves. We're, what, six episodes in now, and we haven't done this yet, so we felt like we want to give the listeners a little backstory to know the boys. how all of us are friends. Yeah. Yeah, but don't forget we did this in our test episode, and then that got absolutely scrapped. So. Yeah, we, we it, wasn't a, it wasn't solid, but... We got, we got a few shows under our belt. We kind of know what we're doing now. Not at all, but we pretend like we do. Now, we're all friends, but we all met in different ways and through each other. So I want to start off with Ethan and Frankie because they are the first two out of this group who knew each other. So I'll let them tell you the story about them growing up. Well, Ethan, I, oh, I, do you remember when we met? Because I yeah. kind of know. So, our sisters have been, you know, friends for maybe, what, 17 years now? Well, yeah, didn't they? Wasn't it pre-K or kindergarten? Yeah, so maybe 18 oh, years now. Um, and then we um, actually went to school together. And, you know, we've been, you know, best buds since. Well, not well, well okay, give them the proper story. Y- you left. Okay. I left his school. I in third grade, because my mom works at the school. We were in two different classes in third grade. And I had the better teacher, and you had Miss Broncata. I don't care. She, her name exposed. She's divorced now. Um, so <laughs> um I wanted to be in your class. You want to be in my class. So my mom pulled strings and put me in that class with you, which turned out to be the worst class, worst decision of 
probably I, I that class always got in trouble. And then you decided to to transfer. You 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 just I you left now, after grade. after you after your sister graduated. You you went to what three twelve? I left in fourth grade. You you didn't were you in Sheridan? No. I had Miss Brancato for third grade and then I left fourth grade. Yeah, you weren't yeah, but, you left at the end of third grade. No, no, no. I left in the beginning of fourth grade. Uh, you weren't in that you weren't you weren't in my 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 class. So whatever. No. Yeah, yeah, you left. We saw each other at camp here and there. What and school did you guys go to? 236. That's where my mom works. And then I transferred to 312. And then yeah, you 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 middle school hopped around a bit after that. Yeah. And then high school at the prep. <clears throat> oh yeah, that that was that's where the, the evolution of spaz happened. And which you went yeah. Which I just learned that Frankie was the kid spaz in high school. When yeah, I was my nickname senior... for freshman year of high school was spaz because I flipped the bottle out the window the second day and got in trouble. And uh, Matt and his friend Justin gave me that nickname with the homeroom teacher, Mr. Kirk. Wait, Caracato? Yeah. Me and Justin oh, were yeah. freshmen. He was my Me senior and Justin mentor. were the senior mentors for the freshmen in Mr. Kirk's homeroom. And I learned like a couple days ago that Frankie was spaz. Like we've been doing this podcast for over a month now, and I had no clue that back in high school, that was the kid we called spaz. But, um, yeah, so I met Frankie in high school. I knew Ethan growing up a little bit playing hockey. I would see him around the rink. I, w- I used to go train at the baseball field down in Bergen Beach. And him and his friend Nick Lupo used to be playing uh, catch. And I would talk to Ethan's father, Bruce, who was on the podcast earlier about juniors and just my experience going through it as Ethan was on his way there. And that's how I kind of got to know Ethan over the years. And we developed a friendship. We became college roommates. Took him under my wing in junior hockey a little bit my le- my last year. Poor kid only had one more year after that. So he took my advice to heart. I appreciate it. <clears throat> Did it really help, Ethan? No. Yeah. No. no. I, I didn't give him much advice that would actually help him out. No. But uh, we definitely had fun rooming together. That was definitely a, a hell of an experience. Jesus. Yeah, That's but keep going. Yeah. Those, yeah. Three months of rooming together felt like a fucking year for sure. It was great. Those, were, oh, God. There, there was just a lot of, like, nighttime – like, we used to just bullshit around all the time, and it was – We didn't do any work. No, zero. Well, we we would do work, but we would still, like, have a good time while doing it. Oh, yeah. The bullshit that we did, you know, we we cared more about having fun than, you know, stressing over homework. And yeah, but I, what I've heard from you guys living together is you guys were in the same classes and you guys did the same shit together, but one passed, one failed. Well, yeah, that, that was one class in nutrition that we had together in the same room. Which was not it. It, it was not it. Like, we, after a while, we developed a good system where one of us just wouldn't care about the class and the other would pay attention. Most of the time, it was me who didn't care about the class because I had the A plus and Ethan had the C. Nice. But, uh, you know, 
she, she gets me somewhere. But no, like we would send each other memes while we were uh, in class or while we were doing homework just to loosen up the mood when we felt like one of the other guys was stressing about it. I don't, other than a couple times where I would go away on the weekends to visit uh, someone, I don't think we were ever not together during that time. Yeah, we were together 24 7. I used to like go get coffee and Ethan would tag along and he'd be in the car with me. And then we would get back to campus. I want to just drive and just jam out. Dude, those are the best. Mm-hmm. Like I, there, there really was like no times that me and Ethan weren't together at college. And I'm pulling stupid shit. You remember the night the power went out? Yeah, the video of you singing with the chicken head. <laughs> our, our neighbors had this uh, chicken head and we called it Roberta. And they threw it on me. I was playing guitar while Ethan was singing. And the whole, like, hall had no power. So everybody's walking around with, like, a candle and a flashlight just trying to fucking find out what's going on. And you got just me and Ethan jamming out in our room with the door wide open and everybody looking like, what the fuck is these The kids on no floor. Yeah, yo, you could not see the floor in that door. Yet no bugs. Yeah, yo, the room across from us, the room next to us, and the room to the other side of us all had rats run around their place. Not Me us. and Ethan, not a single one. How you do it? And then, now, go ahead, I buddy. Hey, I uh, I met Mitch um, during hockey. We were doing a a um, clinic together. We were doing a skate with Sacco. Uh, we were doing a skate with Sacco. And I swear to God, there was all I remember from that was we were doing a full ice one on one, and I could have lined you up so perfectly. You had your head down. I my hip was coming right for your midsection. That was about right. And oh my God, how we regret not doing it. Oh, you should have. Oh, I absolutely wanted to. But I, I definitely came to this friend group so late. Like, you guys know each other for years, and then you know, you know me for, like, a month. But we're I'm still rocking be, with you, right? Famous yeah, you, you're, you're also rock with me. I don't know why, but you all rock with me. Out of the friend group, like, we all met each other beforehand before we met Bitch. But Frankie's the one that we, um, the Frankie's the one that we rock with. But uh, me and Mitch met, I think it was one of those 6 a.m. skates. It wasn't with Sacco. I know that. It was so, Matt. I think it was with Phil. We met a few times before we became friends. Yes, we did. But we have played each other before we even knew of each other. Yeah, that is true. We played each other in 16U and 18U. And you went to play juniors. And we had. I didn't play 18U. You played for stars, no? No, I was on the edge for two months before I went to play for the Eels. I still play against you. Didn't you play the Ice Cats no. when you played 18s? Maybe. I was on the edge for like a month. I don't – I really don't remember no, we, much of my we time. Played, you were on the same team with Farborough. Yeah. Yeah, we played against you in the, in the first few games. 
Dude, I don't, I'm gonna be. I don't remember much of that season because I spent such a short time there. No, I I get that. I get that. But I'm saying like I definitely played against you in 18s, but that's besides the point. But yeah, we actually started talking when we had a seven, six or seven a.m. skate with Phil. Yeah, and that was when I actually was able to score on you, and that's when you knew you should have retired. Yeah, honestly, that was the day I realized I'm not <laughs> going anywhere with my career. But the when thing you, was, the di- we would do those skates with Phil uh, maybe twice a week. But the thing was, we started working out with Gavin, too. Oh, the 7 a.m. skate with Phil. We got – so this was how we went on that one that we, that we were, that were talking about when we first started talking. It was – I remember the conversation you had with Phil, too. It was the, after the skate. We get off and you were starting to ask Phil about Dinger. And you go, is Dinger actually good? And Phil just goes, he's big. Because I couldn't comprehend it. I'm looking at his college games and I'm seeing his save percentage in the 8-9. And I'm just like, dude, I could play D3. Like, in my head, I was like, this is – that That was who I was matching up with because that's who I was looking up to at the time. Yeah, he was older than me. He was a that he was a, a twenty bomb that year, and I'm looking up to him because I was still a rookie at the time. So it was one of those like, I could get there. Like that was who I was trying to match at the time. And then and then I scored on you like six times that one skate, and that ended my career. <laughs> but then I remember I after really that, put it in the bag. What I I really put it in the bag. When I scored on him one time, that's that's when he really walked off. Yeah, no, no, no. No one remembers that one time, Ethan. Trust me. I, you I barely did. remember that one time from your concussion. I did. Ethan, if yeah, you're talking you about the guns Wales, so I could score on you. Come on. Uh, I'm, dude, I really don't think my knee could ever, like, I don't think I could lift <laughs> him up for a men's league game, to be honest with you. We might need you. I'm going to be honest, dude. I tried getting out of bed this morning, and I just couldn't walk. <laughs> That was me this morning. It rained today. That's why. Well, yeah. But um, no, Ethan, the day I knew I had to retire was when Joshy scored on me during the ABCs at practice one day. Uh, I was a goalie coach from uh, the team I'm now the assistant coach for. And I went out and skated with the team just because we had uh, three goalies sick for practice. So I was like, you know what? I have my gear with me. Let me jump on. And we just start the practice, and I'm getting lit up by this kid who's an 05. I'm a 99. Jeez. In that moment, I knew there was no chance I was lacing them up after that. Yeah, the, mo- the moment you have guys that are five, six years younger than you start nipping and walking, that's when you know you should probably give up. The, the thing was, like – I didn't – I was good at the college tryout, and I'm, I was trying to work my way back from the knee injuries, and just there was no chance. When that happened, I was like, I, I got to start looking into coaching now. <laughs> but um, we definitely, like, became close because of the workouts with Gavin. Even, oh, absolutely. Even me and Ethan became closer because of those workouts. Bro, Ethan came to, like, three of those. Me and e- No, see, Ethan came to three of those. Me and Ethan would go to Gavin's house together a couple times. 
Oh, I know. I've been with you guys. No, you only came with me or Ethan. We all three of us never went together. No, Gavin all three is of us not dumb went. enough. Gavin is not dumb enough to have all three of us come together. <laughs> my best memory from when we went to Gavin was I think it was right after my birthday. And me and we told Gavin, okay, if we go on the wind bike and not puke, you owe us a beer. If we puke, we both owe you a beer. We owed we owed Gavin beers. Oh, no, 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 that's the second time he owed us. The first time we owed him, so we canceled out. It wasn't a session where Mitch wouldn't hop on the wind bike and just fucking yak. <laughs> Dude, so Gavin had us do, um, like, a ladder on the wind bike kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, so after you do the wind bike, you got to go do three uh, down and backs. I hate so, down I finished my down and backs. Mitch had 10 seconds to go on the wind bike. So I'm catching my breath. I look up. He gets off the wind bike, walks to Gavin's drain in his backyard, <laughs> opens up the drain, throws, throws up, puts the drain back, does his down and backs, and I hop on the bike and I'm going. But I'm looking at him the entire time like, did you just fucking do that? Like, I was no. in such disbelief that the kid just puked and rallied mid-workout <laughs> and kept going. I am notorious for puking from the wind bike and continuing on. There were times when I told Gavin, okay, can I start with the wind bike, puke, and then continue? There, Dude, would, be, I, there would be those days where I'd just be like, you know what, I'm just going to get out right now. I'm going to be honest, I miss working out with Gavin. Not only so was I. he... Not only was he such a great trainer for us, but he he was just a good guy to be around. He took such good care of us during the workout. He was – it was more – I don't consider his workouts workouts. I consider him to be therapy. Yeah, 100%. Because he wouldn't be our trainer when those workouts. He would be our best friend. He would – if I, my, Matt, if I didn't have you there, he would be in place of you pushing me. And I know it was the same thing for you if you went by yourself. I think you did go by yourself once. Yeah, I did. And he would it, be the-, the best part about when I would work out with you was I always had to do one more. Yeah, and I, that pissed me off so much, bro. I did what? Uh, on the bench, we were doing 185. I did seven. You had to do eight. On the, on the squats, I did 10. You did 11. It pissed me off so much. So the next day, I came to Gavin. I'm like, Gavin. I got to make up all the reps that I didn't do because that Matt did more than me. So I redid everything except I did more. But the thing was, I would go after you and I would do the same yeah, Exactly. I was so mad. I'm like, no, Matt, you go. You can go first this time. You go, no, 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 no. You're going first. I got so mad. It wasn't even funny at that point. And honestly, I see my last season of juniors, I was 220 in that summer before we started training with Gavin. I was down to 180 bice uh, training camp. And I contribute the way you would push me in the workout to that because that extra effort definitely set the bar for me. And in training camp, like, I would see a guy do one more rep than me and I would go back after training camp ends, the day's over, I would that, go back into the gym and try, just try and beat what I didn't make. That's like, that where- competition levels, it – it flipped a switch in me that made me better for my last year. That is the reason why that I always love doing things with another person because I always try one-upping them. I, For example, like, 
if it was me and Ethan, right? And there would be a time when Ethan's doing better. Don't know when that would be, but there would be a time. Moments. He has his moments. Yes, you're right. But that would all that would that competitive edge for the two of us just try one up each other, and that's what I felt with you the most, rather than Ethan. Sorry, Ethan. I love you, bud. But he's not even listening. For you, it's like a <clears throat> it's a big age difference. That's like for all of you guys. Like when I would go train with Matt, you know, um, what were you at the time? Twenty what? One two. Yeah, I think I just turned 21 at the time I was, when I started I, working out with you. I was 17, so, you know, I was, you know, trying my best to, you know, lift the weight that you guys were lifting. Um, yeah, yet again, I had those moments, but, you know, you guys definitely pushed me. I do appreciate that. Got me nowhere, but I appreciate it. I want to get Frankie in the gym. I haven't worked out with Frankie yet. Frankie's very fun to work out with. I, Me and Frankie uh, went to the gym all summer last year. <laughs> no, we went... Now, now you got me talking like this. Um, by the way, Frankie, yeah, Frankie decided to start eating cake mid podcast. Well, y'all were talking about hockey, and I'm nowhere near this part of the story, but um, yeah, um, we would go to the gym for about 30 minutes because he was still on his um concussion watch, whatever bullshit that you have to go slow, and then he would be like, Let's go bowling. So then we would go bowling for an hour, two hours, and then we would go somewhere in his car next day you want to go to the gym sure we go there for like 20 minutes okay let's go do something else let's go let's go play spike ball in the field we we towards the end we just slacked off completely went to cycling games instead we the the gym died out just saying but yeah no i'm pretty bad to go to the gym because i always fucking bitch that i can't lift it it's okay when i started working out with ethan he was the same way you see you would, what I, you would, I saw yesterday when I'm working. You would, you would do the workout, but you would bitch about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because no one wants to work out. Let's be honest. No, no, but you didn't want to do my workouts. That was the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Matt, uh, everyone I've worked out with, I think it's most fun with you because we just bash each other every time, and we would just push through every rep we did, regardless of if we couldn't do it or not. We just kept going and going and going. We had no idea where to stop until Gavin told us to stop. The thing is, you and me are built kind of the same. Like, we just have fun with what we're doing. What the task at hand, obviously, nobody wants to work out. It's it's sometimes mentally you just don't want to be there. Yeah. So you have fun with it, and it makes makes it go by faster. You get better because you got someone else doing the same thing as you. Yeah, you have you. The thing I felt with you the most was that we, like you said, we made it enjoyable. And we got something out of it at the end of the day where we looked back, we we ring we wrung our shirts out into the drain, and you could fill the drain up with all the sweat that we accumulated that day. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> I remember doing that one day, and that, that was kind of disgusting, but it was pretty cool at the same time. Like and you know me, when I work out, I wear like heavy shit. Like I wear mm-hmm. like, a hoodie, I have two, three shirts on sometimes, just because I enjoy the sweat part of it. But man, it in Gavin's backyard. For some reason, it felt like fucking Arizona when we were back there. Yeah, and, and it smelled like my vomit too. It was raining and like cold as shit one day, and it still felt like we were working out in a heat den. 
But um, where did Frankie go? I'm here. What? Oh, wait, where did Mitch go? No, I'm right here. Oh, I didn't see his camera for a second. Yeah, no, it said his name. <laughs> no, no. We should definitely talk about what we did over the summer leading up to everything. See, last summer was a lot of fun, and it was kind of cool to really like get to hang out with you guys over the summer because I'm away more than all of you guys, so I kind of feel – I don't feel left out, but I know I'm not around as much as you guys get to hang out together. So being able to go to like the Cyclone games with you guys last year was a lot of fun. Part two. Oh, dude, this year's. I be still so have fun. the dates saved that we have to go to. Part two. So, one Beach of them to get a cool jersey. So, Give me the day, and I'm gonna be there. Each day's two. Those are gonna. But no, yeah, we what? I don't think did Mitch ever come bowling. I know Matt didn't. Did Mitch ever come bowling? No. I never, I never went bowling with y'all. You know, you never sent me the invite. Oh, Maybe the invite's always there. Well, um, yeah, no, me and Ethan picked up the hobby of bowling. Pete Alonzo was hitting the head with a fastball. Okay, um, but yeah, no, me and Ethan started bowling. Um, and we thought we were really good, so we started betting some, um, some people and. Either whenever we bet money with someone, it would either be one of us doing good and the other one doing bad, or we just both were garbage. So I'm going to, I know you haven't set, set everything in stone yet, Frankie, but I'm going to give the fans a little heads up that we are planning a Boys of 718 uh, beer pong tournament. I think we should also try and set up a uh, Boys of 718 bowling tournament. I think so. Can, okay, question. Uh, I think Franklin would bumper. destroy us. Can I have what? bumpers? No, no bumpers. My man Can Franklin, we... I, I, I don't understand. Man does the whole walk up. Like he's doing the prices right, right walk up to go. <laughs> he lets go of the ball before it's like, you know, like the line where the lane starts. He lets go where you're supposed to stand. Strike every time. And he does. Not a strike every time, but he lets go and it goes probably five miles an hour and it just casually. No, you, you, you know what they say. It's either you get a bowling or you have you have a big dick. There's no in between. And I suck <laughs> at bowling. But you don't have a big dick, so what does that leave you? <laughs> yeah, no, but we should I'll, definitely set I'll up. I'll get back on the podcast right fucking now to prove my point too. Do it. Do it. She won't answer, but do it. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna do it because I know she won't answer. <laughs> she's uh she's too busy doing her nails right now. So, well, you're slaving away in medical school. She's doing her nails. Yeah, that that that, that sounds about right. Trophy wife. Yeah, Ethan, you're no. living in my basement. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> oh, he Ethan. moved on from my basement. All right. Perfect. No, whoever wants no. to offer it to me. Uncle no, Ethan is not this, staying in my basement. No, this was the. This, I, Yo, can, I remember we, we just were need talking to get a content house at that point. <laughs> I remember we were talking about this where Ethan would live in my basement. Matt, you would have your own room to crash into every time you came home from the bar. Perfect. It would be it would be my house that y'all be living in. Frankie would just occasionally show up, be the weird uncle. No, can I get a tent in the backyard? 
How much is rent? How much is rent we're looking at? How much is that? Fra- Frankie's not allowed near my kids, so I'm just leaving that right <laughs> I would now. not want Whoa. Frankie near. <laughs> Why not? Give me, give him Hold on. on, Matt. The, Matt, you're gonna have probably 15 kids. You have no idea who who the mother is. <laughs> Man's gonna go on a tear this summer, and we're not gonna know how many kids. <laughs> Let's be real. Matt, it's Matt's hot girl summer. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is already having a hot girl summer. They haven't summer hasn't started yet. Hot girl summer and winter. <laughs> Bro, we're in spring. Well, I'm just saying, you know, it's, <laughs> I gotta hibernate at some point. <laughs> the winter. Nah. It's always winter, Matt. Yeah, exactly. Girl, put on them layers. <laughs> Girl, put on them layers. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, See, do you remember the one thing that we kept saying we were going to do, but we never did it? Uh, vacation. That's one of the things, but it was like yes and no, because you did it the summer before, and I, I you didn't want to do it again. Plus, we couldn't get the people to go away to our Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah. But the Met game. Or a Yankee game. Just a baseball game that wasn't a cycling game. We went to a Yankee game with my dad. That's true. Okay, then the Met game. Because the Mets were fun. Well, I definitely we should, we should definitely do, uh, do a uh, Airbnb. Uh, I'm down. Is everybody no, just working? I love how we just turned this podcast Matt? into us planning. Well, yeah, <laughs> because why not? See, this is why we're friends, like – our conversations could be focused on one thing and just never. Well, we start talking never about stay on track. But yeah, you can you can see the evolution of our conversations though. It's it's not like they're just choppy. Like you can see the evolution of it, and it all flows perfectly fine. <laughs> but now, just because we're all sports guys here, I want to bring up one topic. Because I was on TikTok and they were talking about great sport traditions. Now, I know this is completely off topic, but what's your favorite sport tradition, Frank? Well, well, what do you mean sports tradition? Like, 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 give me, give me an example. Cause I'm, I like, like, like when you're watching, like, what do you do? Like when you're like, no. So like. You know, in Green Bay, every Packer's got to do the Lambo leap. Uh, like, like stuff like that, like in-game stuff that, like, it's small things that matter. Like, I, honestly, like I, I, tru- I truly do love the Lambo leap. I think that's a great thing in sports. I love that it continues year after year. What, what's like something you would like? <laughs> I, think right. Mitch, I think Mitch starts it out. Wait, Mitch, can you can you go? I could start it off if we want. So, of I course, mean, I have I have one off the top of my head. But the biggest sports tradition that the first thing came to my mind was at the end of a playoff series in the NHL when all the players line up for a handshake or saluting a player who played who announces retiring after the season plays his final home game or final game in, in the NHL and they all line up and congratulate him, salute him, 
or the, team, the handshake line after a playoff when both teams are classy, respectful. And that's just the one thing that you, you just can't get rid of. I agree with that. But uh, mine is probably going to be the national anthem. Yeah, you know what? Just playing for as long as we have, I still can't go to a sporting event and not get jacked up during the national anthem. That, like, that, I, get, I get ready to go play every time I hear it. I don't know why, but every time I hear the national anthem, I'm ready to go out and play. Honestly, the same. Like I do whenever I hear national anthem, I do my thing. I just mouth the mouth the lyrics to it, and I just I'm ready to run through a wall. I sing it. I sing it, baby. Yeah, can we get a little rendition right now? No, 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 no. We're not having. We're not hurting the people's ears with that. (laughs) But um, so, Mitch, you mouth it. Ethan, you sing it. I like I like Mount. I like a little bit of both, you know. Who doesn't like a little Mount? Uh, Frankie, what would you do like before a national anthem? <clears throat> well, I see a lot of people just keep their head down and like you know like when they like they you gotta like uh, people you, they gotta look at the flag like you have to like like you know how, like people like just go into the direction and just just do whatever. You know? So like I, I I get what you're saying with that where it's like it's just the respect part, but I get why people I've spoken to people what they do with their pregame routine and superstitions about like national anthem and they put their heads down literally just so like they can picture what they have to be doing as the game time starts. Like Gavin preaches to us every every day, every time we work out with him, he goes, envision it, then do it. And that those that, those were definitely words that stuck with me throughout. I asked my neighbor who served in Vietnam. Right, yeah, and he said that he keeps his head down, so like, so he thinks about the people that he lost, which is understandable. So I understand why some people do it, but like for people who like don't like you know, like they should like if you don't have anything to like look like be down on you should definitely look up look where the flag is for the Every, what, everyone, everyone's five different. seconds a minute that's about it so everyone's different like people do different things for different reasons again it can it can be our, a deeper meaning like that it could be a superstition it could be a mental thing it could be a physical thing you know you just don't know now um <clears throat> One thing that I think's pretty cool that's missing from our friend group right now is definitely Sin, Sid, and uh, Jenna. So I want to give them a quick and shout John. out. And John. And John. I want to give those guys a quick shout out just because they're not here right now. We love them. We miss them. They're definitely a big part of this group. Sin and Sid are definitely two of my favorite people on this earth. Ethan, I, I love your girlfriend. She's Definitely amazing. We need a story arc between them. How they do. That's we, we need to get them on this podcast and get their stories on how they became part of the friend group. Because yes. the best, the fun part is, I think Jenna was in the friend group before you were. Even. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, without, a, without a doubt, we all liked her more than we like you. 
Damn. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't be surprised. How does it feel to like see your sister graduating? <clears throat> Um, I'm definitely proud of her because uh, she's at one, you know, one of the best schools in the world. Um, she's at one of, the, one of the one of the best schools in the world, and uh, she's you know going to uh, grad school after this, and then uh, med school. So um, I'm really you know definitely proud of her because uh, she, you guys all know. It's school, school, school for her, and um, yeah, school, school's definitely a grind for any any STEM major. And just just like the hard work she puts into every single assignment, you know, I'm you know I'm happy, definitely happy for her, and I know she's gonna do big things after this. So bigger than yeah, you, it's gonna be off to to big things soon. So definitely, definitely, we're all, we're all definitely proud of her for that because it's it's tough. Now, yeah. Mitch, kind of following down a similar path as Sid, how um, how are you looking forward to medical school coming up? So, I'm honestly, if I get into it, hopefully I will. Honestly, just praying at this point. But looking at med schools, it's just I want to go there. I I I want to prove to everyone that told me I wouldn't be able to do it be like I did it how does that feel like everyone doubting me and that's just kind of how things been for me growing up too or it's just like people are always doubting me because of my size my weight um not being smart enough but getting there and being there is definitely gonna feel like a, a lot of relief off my shoulders but then the grind really starts once I'll step in oh yeah I'm I'm just gonna sound corny but you know yeah I'm definitely proud of you too um, I see, you know, the grind that you put in for work all the time. Um, you, you're going to do, uh, big things, my friend. Boys, stay, stay, stay up till four in the morning to write lab reports. That's, that sucks. So for everyone listening, if you, if you guys don't know any, much about me, I, when I first got into college, I went to Penn State, Penn State Berks and, uh, it was definitely a different breed. Over Ooh. there. Ooh, you're welcome. Okay. I work. For, I still work for that school, buddy. He's in yeah, I, He's <laughs> But going to Penn State, Penn State Berks or Penn State Light, however people call it, it's it was it was a good way to get my foot into into the door of college and knowing, um, getting used to what has to throw me in. Transferring over to Rutgers, it's just it was it's another entirely different animal of school, going from a small campus to a big campus. Um, but even now, like I still have people telling me, "You're not. I don't. I don't think you're gonna be a doctor. I don't think you're gonna do it. You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna do it." And I'm kind of like, as Gavin is, as Gavin told me, use it as motivation. Just keep pushing yourself and use it to to do bigger and better things. That's kind of like me too, but no. Not gonna be as good as a doctor, but um, so me going to law enforcement, you know, I'm getting the, don't do it, you know, you're not gonna make it. As you said, it, you know, just use it for motivation to do better in school, which I'm not. But but you, you <laughs> should bring it back to what your what your dad said earlier. You remember? 
Uh, he said that um, he wasn't doing that well in school. He didn't have many credits. So he enrolled into both um, the FDNY and the police. And whichever one that he got first, he went with. And then he just stuck with it. So that's probably what you are going to end up doing, right? Well, I'm not going to drop out. I'm going to get my degree. And then the uh, the goal is uh, FBI Bob's now. College, so. Yeah. So the one cool thing about being the oldest of the group Right now, I know Mitch is laughing because he's uh, only two weeks younger than me. <laughs> I'm literally but... two weeks younger than you. And you still call me a baby. Sorry, boys, I'm all in you. But the, the cool thing is, like, watching you <laughs> guys come up. And I've known you all for a while now. And just, like, seeing you guys' progression and seeing you guys go through, like, the mental changes of what you want to be, what you're going to do, and seeing you guys all put in the work. Like, Ethan, I know... You dedicate your time to everything you do. Frankie, you do the same thing. Mitch, like, Mitch literally was in class before this podcast, and he did not want to miss it. Like, he knew he was going to show up for us and, like, made it made it where he finished that class and he hopped right on. Like, that's – the dedication you guys put into everything you do is special to see, and it's, like, it's fun for me to see it because I know, like, those are my friends. That's my family. Yeah, like, you guys know that if I if you guys ask me to do something for y'all, I do it to the best of my abilities and to the, abs- the absolute end of where it has to go. So I don't half-ass it. I don't do it, do it just so I can do it. Yes, there are times when it's, like, it's the last thing on my list and I just kind of want to get over with, but at the same time, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's just I want to do the best I can for y'all, especially because – some of the you younger guys, Ethan, Frankie, I don't know about John, but some of you guys look up to me and Matt. So, yeah, man, I feel bad for those guys. <laughs> More me than you, but still, that's besides the point. Nah, dude, you're becoming a doctor. Like nobody could scoff at that. Oh, I need to get there first, buddy. You'll get there. We all know it. But um, you're receiving some niche. You heard it here first. I think we heard a few things here first. But uh, I think on that note, you got to know us all a little bit. You got to see a little peek into our friendship, into our conversations. And we had Bruce. And we had our man, Bruce. Bruce was on the loose tonight. (laughs) And we love that man. I love all you guys. I love everybody who listens to us. We want to thank you for listening to us. We enjoy putting out this podcast for you every Friday, and we're looking to keep doing it. Help us out. Share, comment, rate us on Spotify. Share it to your friends. Post it on your Instagram. Do whatever you can. We appreciate all the help. We love doing this for you guys. And uh, this is the boys of 718. Everybody enjoy their weekend. Have a good one. Good night. Yep. Yep.